Alright, hello everybody and welcome back to Nerds of Legend. I am Ben. Next to me is Joel. It's just going to be the two of us tonight because everybody else hates us. Not really, but that's what we're, that's the note that I'm going with and I'm sticking to it. Uh, today, uh, since we couldn't get everybody together, we decided to do a special episode uh, where we're going to do a little bit of a movie episode. And when we were trying to talk about movies and we, uh, a very loose movie, though. We're not going to, like, nothing fancy. Yeah, nothing fancy. We didn't really, like, uh, pick a particular movie. But it just came up, uh, I was like, hey, let's talk about Robin Hood. You know, we do some folklore episodes. But, uh, you know, Robin Hood's a big uh, part of uh, at least English folklore. And uh, he's been a big part of film for a long time. Uh, yeah. So there's all kinds of Robin Hood movies. Um, the only one that matters. The one where they sing about wearing their tightest of tights. Yes. And that's the only Robin Hood that can actually do a British accent. <laughs> English accent. That's why he's better. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some Robin Hood movies. We're going to... State in the movie. Yeah, we're gonna give a little bit of a like overview on Robin Hood. Not that people probably don't already know what the heck's going on with them, but uh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about our favorite Robin Hood movies. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, the movie that made Joel a furry, uh, and uh, among other things. And what the, the the Disney film? Oh yeah, the one I've never <laughs> fucking watched ever. Like I have absolutely no clue about that movie. I've never seen it. Really? No, never. I started oh. to watch it, but like, nah, I didn't. Oh, that's one of the better yeah. Disney films, and from that time, in my opinion, it's, but. it's it's more like the Disney films at that point in time. Like, you, have, you have, that's that's the sweet spot at Disney, you know, like yeah. um, like they have like the Fox and the Hound, and they have uh, like Sleeping Beauty and all of that. Like that's yeah. the classic. Like, Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone is the only one that matters, which was also. Almost the episode we talked about, the movie we talked about tonight, because I love that movie and have seen it countless times. I tried to show it to my daughter, and she was like, "Fuck this! This is bullshit." Yeah, it takes it takes a you gotta give them like at least another year before you can get them to sit down and watch a watch a good Disney. You no, know, you can feel. watch My Neighbor Totoro. Like she'll just lay on my chest and watch My Neighbor Totoro. Like, but. I couldn't get Max to sit down and watch a watch a like a Disney flick until he was at least three, I feel like. So girls are different. Like I'm learning girls move a little slower. Yeah. Like which is kinda cool. Yeah. There she is right there as a baby. As a baby the baby of babies. So for those of you who may not I mean, we're on a tangent now. For some reason, we're talking about our children, even though they're uh, Sorry, bad. I apologize. Um, so, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Robin Hood, uh, he's a famous uh, outlaw in English folklore. He's uh, known for rebelling against the crown and uh, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, even though he himself was a noble. Uh, a disgraced noble, but he became an outlaw because of the designs of other noble families, as well as royalty, namely Prince John. Um, he jo he uh, creates a sort of cadre of uh, a number of different uh, merry men, uh, among among them Little John, Friar Tuck, 
and Will Scarlet are probably his most well-known uh, compatriots. Um, he's also known for always uh, striving for the hand of Maid Marian while uh, avoiding the traps and wiles of uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham. And uh, there's shenanigans ensue. Eventually, uh, the the typical thing that happens is well, is is Robin Hood finally uh, gets the girl, so to speak, and defeats Prince John just in time for King Richard uh, to show back up from the Crusades and uh, you know give his blessing, so to speak. And that's uh, pretty much what happens. Um, Robin Hood steals a bunch of shit from Prince John and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Someone's usually going to try and force Prince John and or the Sheriff of Nottingham. Nottingham is going to uh, forcibly attempt to marry Maid Marian in order to get her fortune, among other things. Um, it's a I feel lot like of you're fun just stuff. Telling the synopsis of Robin Hood Menetites. I mean, that's just like the general theme of all of the Robin Hood. I never Stuff. understood why Maid Marian was the one that he's like, I have to have her. Like, there's a ton of other, like, late eligible ladies. I mean, it kind of depends. Uh, a lot of times it's like they were childhood friends. Other times it was like she was his, like, betrothed before he was, like, betrayed. Other times it was like... Uh, no, I'm talking about when the bad guys are like, hey, I gotta get with this lady. Well, because she's got the money and the title that they need in order to get the power. Ah, so she's the only rich poon in the area. Got it. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. From my understanding. So, going back to, since I've never seen the first movie, mm -hmm. I did see Prince of Thieves. Okay, which, no. Which was, in my mind, uh, boring. The only I thing like I, I remember Thieves. about Prince of Thieves is because it had, it was the first time you saw that spinning arrow cinematography. Wait, so you're talking about the Prince of the the Prince of Thieves, or are you talking about Kevin Costner in Robin yeah. Hood, Prince of Thieves? Well, I thought it's like it was just a blanket Prince of Thieves. No, there's a 1948 film called The Prince of Thieves, starring John Hall. Is that a Robin Hood movie? Yeah, I'm looking at all the different Robin Hoods. Uh, so Robin Hood has uh, apparently captured. Uh, Hollywood's an imagination for a very long time. There's uh going back to 1908. Uh, there's a silent film called Robin Hood and His Merry Men, um, which is the first appearance of Robin Hood on screen. There's five different silent films uh with a Robin Hood of some sort, and then finally we have the first Robin Hood theatrical film. Um, which we where we have Robin Hood in 1922, which is still a with Douglas Fairbanks, and then in 1938, uh, probably the most famous of these early ones is The Adventures of Robin Hood, starring Errol Flynn. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I feel like Errol Flynn was like the one that brought him to the map. Yeah, so like that's like the first big like. Like Robin Hood movie, I think that's like, and then you've got you know, obviously you've got a bunch in the meantime. Um, oh my god! Yeah, dang. Uh, yeah, so there's a even another uh, Disney Robin Hood movie in 1952, <laughs> uh, the story of Robin Hood and his merry men, and then uh, you've even got uh, and eventually, oh what's this? This is Errol Flynn as Robin Hood. There you go. That's the. Look at that. That's a that is, that's a classic right there. 
<laughs> I don't believe they were so clean shaven at eleven thirty. I mean, this one is definitely <laughs> colorized. <laughs> I just read that like they believe like this is set from Richard the Lionheart. Like that's the big thing of like where mm-hmm. Robin Hood was always set. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was reading like, and I've read this before. Some of the histories of Robin Hood, but it's believed like if he was Richard the Lionheart, wouldn't that put him around like part of the millennium, like you know, eleventh. Like 10th, 11th century. Uh, hold, hold on. Stuff like that. And I just always find it funny when they put these, like, what does he have? He's got, like, some kind of uneven cut jerkin. And then, like, some, like, brick. Nobody avoided, like, could afford anything like this. He yeah. is definitely, that is the best. He's he's the healthiest <laughs> man in all of England at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the earliest, uh, the earliest poem... The earliest reference to Robin Hood um, was looks like it was made in the 1370s. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the earliest probably. Oh my god, have you read that? I have not. Is it funny? Oh my god. Do we gotta? Do we? Do we gotta? Hit me with it. uh, I cannot part parfitly my pastor as my priest its signet. But I can rhymes of Robin Hood and Randolph, Earl of Chester. It is spelled so fucked up. I-K-A-N, not parfitly. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Prius did sing it. We're going to skip that one because there's a lot going on. No, no, we're going to study it. And that's what this channel is now about. Yeah. Yeah. well, it's interesting because, uh, um, like in pop culture, like he's usually seen as like a contemporary of King Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, I came out in the 1600s. Yeah, there but like that doesn't show up and like does not uh, like in the earliest ballads about him that doesn't show up. Well, it wasn't <laughs> until the 1400s where he became like he started getting the idea of like robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. Yeah. Um, and it, it says in extrahistory.com, mm-hmm. um, where it says this, that the Scottish historian John Major in 1521 wrote, um, that Robin permitted no harm to women, nor seized the goods of the poor, but helped them generally with what he took from habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is in a ballad about Robin Hood called The Little Guest of Robin Hood, mm. which is, uh, it's spelled, of course, L Y T T L E. So, yeah, it's it, the thing is, is he just became a character of story, and it sounds like the story is told and retold and told again over hundreds of years to become this like paragon yeah. of virtue. He, he starts out as like a yo a yeoman, which is Ooh. like basically just like a step above a commoner, yep. like. Um, and then eventually, like, you know, we have it in like modern pop culture where it's like, oh, he's like a disc, he's like from the family of a disgraced noble. Like in Prince of yeah. Thieves, it's like he's a captured crusader knight or whatever. And that was the one that that's, I think, is like sunk into our current, mm-hmm. like, Prince of Thieves was that one. Um, yeah. Even Red, Men in Tights was that one. Like, he was. Well, Men in Tights was a direct parody of Robin right. Hood, Prince of Thieves. Now, that was I like, saw a very little bit of the new Robin Hood movie, um, and by that I mean, like, very little bit. Russell Crowe? Same vein. 
The Russell Crowe one? Yeah, isn't it like the same vein? Um, I mean, that was a decade. I don't, I, it didn't stick in my head enough no. for me to quote on it. And I, can't I might really think of anything where Russell Crowe kicked ass other than Gladiator, and that was yeah. like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like Russell Crowe. I don't know why why you got a why you got a problem with him. No, but. no, I'm not saying I, I have a problem with him. I'm just saying like <laughs> none of his stuff is like other than Gladiator is particularly memorable. Well, now I gotta look it up. What else has he been in? Virtuosity that was terrible. A Master Commander, come on, Les Mis. The Nice Guys was pretty good. All right. So what I'm saying is I haven't watched enough yeah. of Russell Crowe's stuff. That's what you're, that's uh, what you're getting to. Yeah. All right. I'll take that as fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like um, at least mod- in modernity, like there's there's some people that have obviously watched the, Ar- the original Errol Flynn Robin Hood because – I believe that's considered a classic. There's a bunch of them between I I count uh, between Adventures of Robin Hood and the 1991 classic Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve um, uh, Robin Hood retellings. Looks like every other year for for like fucking. Uh, 50 years they did a Robin Hood flick. That's nuts. Yeah. It's a story that it's like Sean Connery multiple times. Honestly, I could see that. I I could see that as long as that was a, that was a time where Robin Hood got a lot of tail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's true. Yeah. I feel like that's the time where Robin Hood is, you know. Yeah. Actually, what's interesting, what's what's funny is you have Robin and Mary in 1976 featuring Sean Connery, and then you have a break for uh, between 1976 and 1991 before all of a sudden 1991 we get uh, Kevin Costner. This is hot streak too. That was like where he was in everything. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah, that's like his. I think that's his breakout role, honestly, if I remember right. Really? Yeah. Sure, was it Waterworld? That was the that no. Really, I mean, really that was that, I mean, that was a movie, but I don't think that was his like <laughs> breakout. Role. That was that was a movie, but I don't think that was like the thing that like put him on the map. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. So like, I feel like that's like that's like the point where other than we'll talk. Well, we can talk about the Disney one, even though. Joel apparently has no recollection of ever watching it, and uh, but uh, like my childhood, I remember uh, there was Fox Guy, and then there was the 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 the, uh, the Rooster Bard, just walking around singing about Robin Hood. It was a great time. That was uh, in. Why did I scroll away from it? Oh uh, yeah, so uh, it was like. Uh, yeah, so the, so you, Disney was like, let's make it Robin Hood, but they're animals. Oh, that was 1973. Interesting. Um, it was right after they, they didn't do a Robin Hood movie for a very long time. Um, oh, so okay, that's cool. So they, they were going to do a po- project called Reynard Ron, Ron, the Fox. But because he was unsuitable as a hero, they they just basically took elements and then just like shoehorned this fox character into being Robin Hood. 
So they're like, let's do an original movie. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, it's like Robin Hood, Peter Pan. Um, those stories, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they're old. They're they're kind of like all over the place. Like they're seeped into our collective unconsciousness. Right. Like you know what to expect, you know. And you're one of those people. I'm a Peter Pan person. Like I like Peter Pan stories. I'll watch any movie with Peter Pan in it. I watch cartoons like I like Peter Pan. I didn't Why? Like Peter Pan. In, 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 in they're garbage. Like they're you're never gonna get like a life altering Peter Pan movie where you're like whoa that was amazing. But they're fun, and you know what it's going to be. You're going to see a kid growing yeah. like a rooster, sword fighting a grown ass man. It's funny because I, I I didn't really ever get into Peter Pan, but like I watched the shit out of any t- any Robin Hood movie I right. came across. Like, <laughs> Like, you know what to expect, and the comfort of it is... Same with, like, King Arthur and Camelot stuff. We'll oh, probably do an episode one day. Any single one of those. Yeah. I, uh, Sword of the Valiant, great. Uh, there's Quest anything for Camelot, was awesome. Anything with Excalibur, yes. And again, Mel Brooks, Monty Python of the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. which is also, I believe it's so historically it's accurate. It's not Mel Brooks. Yes, it is. Mighty Python. Oh my god. Well, I'm done, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye. Uh, yes, Joel has been, had encountered and a mysterious accident show. where he must commit a uh, harakiri yeah. for screwing up nerd culture. Holy shit. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't even believe I made that mistake. Yeah, so, yeah, so... Just a Brit sitting in there doing shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's just wild to me just to look at the fil- list of Robin Hood films. Because you didn't even know they existed. Right. And it's just like, holy shit, every other year for, like, 70 years, you get a Robin Hood film. (laughs) It's like, and it comes into the thing of, like, storytelling. Like, and everyone is a little bit different. Yeah. You know, some, he's, like, very serious. Like, in Prince of, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, like, I remember Kevin Costner was, like, he was a man on a mission. He was very serious, you know? The cinematography in that one was beautiful. Like, and I do remember, like, that was the first time... But like they trailed the arrow as it's spinning, you know, yeah. which would never fly straight whatsoever. Because I remember watching that the scene with the arrow spinning, and all my dad was like, "That's not real." No, <laughs> I, I know it's not real. Like, stop it. The arrow wouldn't hit anything if it was spinning like that. Thank you. I really. Uh, you know what? This guy's got all of his. Teeth the animated face. Robin Hood film showed like the correct way that an arrow would fly through an air of the wibbly wobbly so oh, it's right. got that so going perfect. for it perfect yeah the, the most accurate physics is from a cartoon with a fox that's shooting the arrow <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah so like, you know one thing that I always thought was funny so Robin Hood they live in the forest like very rarely do you get like what did that look like like, you get some where they're, like, a hyper-elaborate, like... They're, like, in, like, you know, tr- like treehouse cities. Like, a treehouse city that's, like, akin to, like, you know, the the cities in the Ironwoods and Dragonlands, you know, yeah. like, where they're way up in the air. You know, yeah. like, the Ewok village of Return of the Jedi, like, they're living way up in the air. And then the other ones are, like, essentially living in, like, mud huts and other ones. You're, like, where... What what were the living conditions back then? Well, it's interesting because if you think about it, they probably wouldn't have had like in order to be out true outlaws, they probably didn't have like an actual base of operations. They probably would have moved around 
throughout the forest. Like, which they really just... belies the fact that he could not have been a noble. Like, yeah, if yeah. Robin Hood was a real person, none of those nobles are like, I'm going to live in a tent for a while. Yeah. No. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of different, uh, dudes named Robin that they're like, this might be Robin Hood. Right. Um, which is funny. Um, but yeah, so I, I just think, uh, so the, 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 so yeah, we have we have the anime, the cartoon Robin Hood, which is probably uh, the in the zeitgeist for a lot of people. But uh, I think the point where it's like in our like modern uh, knowledge of Robin Hood, we hit uh, is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with uh, Kevin Costner. Um, also, the which is also the first time you have a Saracen character uh, of in the place of uh morgan freeman who was introduced as um which is never in like which isn't a thing in like any of the folklore or whatever they just decided the the robin hood was a crusader returning from the crusades um and but like after that every single movie afterwards has like a has a saracen like a muslim character in it as like Robin Hood's companion, yeah, Azim, Azim, Azim. yeah, Azim. So you have yeah. Azim in in uh, Prince of Thieves. You have Men, in, you have Achu in uh, Men in Tights. You've got. Here is a historically accurate view of Robin Hood's camp according to Google. That's very clean. It's it's impeccable. Yeah, like all of the armor is gleaming. The face of this guy over here is like perfectly unchanged. I was just talking about how they have this nice bed of leaves. You know, there's no grass, there's no no, mud. They've just got a they got a nice bed of leaves. There's no mud or whatever. They got a bunch of these uh, these like (laughs) rope, uh, these like tree bridge things going on. Is this just a set of Star Wars? Is this just? (laughs) Is this just? Is this just Endor? Did they this just reuse Endor, Endor scenery? <laughs> the thing that I really like the most is this perfectly clear clearing. Yeah. Not only is it flat, it's been plain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what a convenient spot to find this perfectly smooth landing for us to build a small yeah. knockdown shelter. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's just... Uh, and, it, this this one is like very well known for Kevin Costner basically being unable to have a British accent no, <laughs> for no. any 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 extent. He just basically speaks like an American the entire time. Nobody cares. Uh, you have Morgan Freeman as as a Saracen Muslim uh, wearing turban and wearing a wielding a giant scimitar all the time. Yeah, uh, that's like that's it. That's and that was an unbelievably huge scimitar. Yeah. Too remember correctly it was yeah. not like a regular size scimitar it was massive yeah uh, you got you got ellen rickman just putting his putting everything all the juice he's got into the character of the sheriff of nottingham uh terrible amount of juice that guy was awesome oh and then sean connery again in a robin hood mo- movie appears as, as as king richard at the end uh also uh christian slater as will scarlet you got uh I'm not familiar with Mike McShane or Nick Brimble. I assume these are kind of big, important guys. Mike Wincott as Guy of, as Guy of Gisborne. 
Uh, okay. So, so in this one, uh, yeah, in, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, you don't have the the villain of Prince John. It's literally the only villain you have is sheriff is the is uh, the sheriff, which is interesting because I think in well, other they were they were historically wildly corrupt. Yeah, and, and then the sheriffs. The well, it, that and then also in uh, when we were talking about the original plays, uh, they had him stealing from abbots, yeah. which are clergy. Yeah, and the clergy are were at this point in time, especially were nowhere near noble. Yeah, we're uh, like, this is this is when we're gearing up for uh, the Anglicanism. It's around this point, I believe. Is yeah, <laughs> we're get, we're getting uh, certain winding up of like uh, you've got this uh, corruption within the Church of uh, oh uh, yeah of the Church uh, having lots of land and collecting from the people that live on it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then that was also the part where the, the nobility really started ramping up their rights. Yeah. Which were like, like they would just decide that they were ordained from God so they could do whatever the hell they felt like. Yes. You know, I'm ordained by God so that that's why I get to bang your wife before you can bang her. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Which uh, is wasn't as, as big of a thing as people say it was, but also it it's but probably the fact that it was practiced at yeah. all is still exactly you know. But I mean, this is also the time where, like, you had the canticle priests, where like, if your family died, you could pay them like a subscription fee, and then they'll pray your soul into heaven of whoever yeah. died, which is the most entre- inter- which is the most like entrepreneurial, you know, view of the Catholics. Yeah, you know, like for a small monthly fee, you too can get your mom into heaven, even though she died early. Yeah. You know? um, so after after Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, uh, it was a lot of fun. I watched. I've watched it a few times. Uh, yeah, it's very long. So uh, that's back when they used to make a lot of Kevin Costner's movies. Really, they were always long. Long. Yeah. Dances with Wolves. I've never made it through. Yeah. Like in one sitting, my dad could do it. Well, they're because they're all they're all set piece films. Right, and they're all like, apparently they're going to be told in real fucking time. Yeah. So you gotta, they got to show Kevin Costner riding a horse through like a huge field, but he starts way over there. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he starting? Well, he's coming towards Rockford. Yeah. We're going to have him start riding in Chicago. You know that's 90 miles away. Shut up, nerd. Yeah, so, so anyway, yeah. which is in a wild amount of time, by 1993, uh, Mel Brooks puts out the spoof Robin Hood Men in Tights, uh, which actually it's it's spoof on it's a spoof on the the original uh, uh, Errol Flynn film as well as uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Uh, so he he's, that's the look. Yeah, that's where he that's, got the that's where he got. So that's why Carrie always he looks like Errol Flynn. Yeah. Um, I wonder uh, if Errol Flynn had the. Had like the tights too. Yeah, he did. If uh, did he? yeah, hold on. Um, let's see. Where did they get that idea? I guarantee nobody wore tights. So I've got <laughs> I've got the list of films up right now, but uh, hope people don't mind. But uh, yeah, check this out. Yeah, this is this is the look. Apparently, this they say this is Douglas Fairbanks, but uh. 
I think Errol Flynn was not far off from that. So yeah, Robin Hood was was typically viewed as somewhat some dude in tights. He could shoot a bow really well. Uh, I don't know why the tights was a thing, but they but Mel Brooks was like, "This is hilarious." So I'm assuming Rob, Mel Brooks had been coming up with the Errol Flynn spoof for a while, and then the 1991 a Robin Hood Prince of Themes had just too much stuff that he's like, "I can't resist." <laughs> there you go. Oh, there it is. Right there. That, that's like, that's almost, dude, that's exactly what Carrie Ellis wore. Mm. Like, almost to the T. Except I'm pretty sure that Errol Flynn may be just wearing, that might be paint. Like, yeah. just, I don't know. I can see a seam. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a, this is definitely 100% historically accurate. They, they contacted the British Museum for this one. Yep. Yeah, yep. everybody wore that. Yeah, so we've got we've got that one. Uh and that's probably my like that's you know, Men in Tights, that's my favorite Robin Hood movie. Because, you know, if you think about it, that's probably what like you know, it, it was told for entertainment. It wasn't it didn't have to be like this is the most badass man who has ever lived, who robs from the rich and gives to the poor. It's like Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can actually talk in a British accent. <laughs> you know. Yes. And then they're in the privies and they sing about being men who wear tights. Tight tights. Yeah. They roam around the forest looking for fights. Yeah. We're it's just a men. great yeah. So it's a. this is a, that's that's where we have with uh with Robin Hood. Um then uh, in 2010, there's there's another break from Robin Hood flicks. Uh, looks like there's a bunch of t- direct-to-TV films that happen in the meantime, as well as uh, some TV shows. Uh, none of them were in the U.S., but in 2010, we get Ridley Scott directing a uh, Robin Hood film starring Russell Crowe. With Kate Blanchett as Marion and whatnot. And then uh apparently I didn't know this, there was a twenty eighteen Robin Hood film uh with Taryn Egerton as Robin and Jamie Foxx as Little John, which uh apparently got three uh got nominated for three Razzies, and that is the last time we've seen Robin Hood in uh Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that means we're probably about due for one anytime soon, uh, going by how Hollywood likes to recycle ideas. But uh, I don't know. We're, we're I feel if we do, we're going to see a very different retelling. You know, cause yeah, because I, I feel like so that I remember I, I I think I only saw the Russell Crowe one once, and it was like it they went there was there was a time there was a time in Hollywood where. It was right after Man of Steel, and they were just like, let's make everything gritty and gray and dark. Man of Steel was gritty and gray. Well, that, that's what I mean. Is like, this is right after Man of Steel. This is right after Dark Knight. They were like, let's do all of these movies we've done before, but make them gritty and dark. Yeah. And so, I want to show you the best. This is how this, this scene... Can I play this scene, or do you want me to? Go for it. Go for it. It it personifies 
Man in tights. This, this yeah. is what I remember as a child. I died. Like that was so dumb. It was so like that's the uh, thing of Robin Hood men in tights. It was like just the dumbness. No, the the, the one I always think of is is this again the men in the tight tights song. Come on, give us a clip. Go find it. Okay. I need I, I need to go watch this movie again. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie too. It's so fun. We, we actually what we should do is go see that go go find the Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Then watch. Prince of Thieves, and then watch Men in Tights. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll understand everything that was being made fun of. Everything that's going on, yeah. I actually did that. I did I did watch I watched Prince of Thieves and then immediately after watched Men in Tights. And it was like made it so much, even better. <laughs> Help me seems. Stupid. All right, we're going to get a copyright strike. Shut it off. No, we're going to watch the whole thing. No! Stop! We can't! We, we'll get in trouble. Shut it off! <laughs> Um, oh man! This I I'm gonna go watch that again right now. <laughs> I forgot how funny it is. <laughs> and those that was just two clips. The first comment: Does anyone else randomly sing this song once in a while, even though it's been years since you watched the movie? Definitely, yeah. definitely have. I'm gonna be singing it at work. Wow. <laughs> gonna be like, what's going on with you? Yeah. So apparently, oh, yeah. And also, also the best uh, scene. When the house is repoed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. With Blinken? Yeah. yeah, he's sitting there looking at his braille playboy. Hey, Blinken! <laughs> that was such a stupid movie, but it was so much fun. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, with that, we've kind of uh, covered... Obviously, we're not... We just uh started that part. What? You could go for it. What else we got? Oh, I don't know. We could just talk about how dumb it was. It was very dumb, but it was also amazing. Uh, so Joel, I guess what's what's your opinion on Robin Hood? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I I like the comfort of the story. Like, yeah. I, do I do I believe he was real? No. Do I believe he was ever, like, an actual character? No. I think he's a folklore character. I think he's, he's I think, one of those that has been yes-anded throughout the centuries. Because, I mean, like, the first uh, the first story is, what, six is, it's written, what, in 1300s? Yeah. 
honestly, that's that's seven hundred years of people just telling the stories about this guy. And, and back then, they didn't need stories. I mean, look at the folklore that we. I mean, they needed stories, but they didn't need like proof. Look at the stories we have now. So, like Robin Hood, I think is a comfort tale for those who are in need, who need somebody to like champion their cause. You know, like there's a guy out there fighting for the little guy, and I think it's a part of our as far as like as humanity as I think we need something to lead to uh personify this like champion. Yeah. Honestly, and, uh, he he wasn't one man, but I think in terms of folklore, uh I think he there he was several people. Like he was he was uh like it, it wasn't all one person. It was uh, it was a bunch of different people doing the same kind of shit, right? And getting like that. Wait, all kind, got, um, I think it was. Go ahead. That I I I think it was like someone that was amalgamated as as one person, yeah. but it was a bunch of different dudes doing uh just like crazy shit. Well, what I think it is is like look at the story of like Santa Claus, like. Same type of thing. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's you tell this story, it becomes like a tulpa. You know, like this 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 thing we all believe in, like who brought you presents? Well, you don't want to tell them like, hey, I scrimped and saved all year so I can afford this because we're poor as shit. So this this guy came and gave it to you. Well, Santa like, Claus hey, started because Saint Nicholas. Yes. But like who was a real he, dude. Right. But he was not what he became. And I'm like yeah. I Sinterklaas. No, yes, it's it's it's, it's interesting because they like historically we didn't really get into it, uh, but you had there's there's a a bunch of different Robin of Robin of Hood, uh, Robin Robin Robe Hood, Robin of Hood, uh, Robert Hood of York, Robert and John Davil, Robert Godvert. There's a bunch of different uh, dudes from that existed in this time period from you know 1300 to 1700 they've kind of like like maybe there's maybe it's there's a bunch of different dudes who are like you know what i'm robin hood now and just decided to just like go do the shit what saint nicholas is from 270 yeah that's all that's that's crazy Mm mm-hmm Huh? Okay, no, you're fine. He was born in 270, according to the 270, on March 15th, and he died 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 on March 15th, and he yeah, yeah. It's just wild that, like, I don't know. So, like, maybe he was real and he became like this larger than life thing, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think Robin Hood personifies like the stories we have to tell ourselves. You know, it's a well. I think it's uh, a world where everything sucked back then. It's everything a per- it's a personification of that you know that drive to fight against the man. But it's also it also you know what I mean? The, yeah. But it also represents the fear, and we see it nowadays, you know, like like we see people that are terrified of what's currently happening, and they're like, well, I'm just one guy. 
So yeah. I can't go fight these like oligarchs, these like billionaires that have these like global agendas and like things like that. Like these people who have like they they're they're like the the regular person feels small. Honestly, you know? I'm, I'm see these people that can throw around more money than countries doing whatever they want to do. Well, and what's interesting it, is uh sorry, I interrupted. Uh was it it seems like this was just like this was a name. Robin Hood became just a name that outlaws went by. It was like almost like that's cool. Like it's a, it's like a, it's like John Doe. So like they would just come out there and rob the shit out of them and say Robin Hood did this and then yeah, like, oh, fuck. it's been yeah. It says uh, this is what I was seeing is is uh, long been suggested that it was a stock alias. Um, oh, that's in, really cool. And in um, in twelve. It says, it says in 1262 in Berkshire, the surname Robe Hood was applied to a man apparently because he had been outlawed. This could suggest two main possibilities. Either it's an early form of the Robin Hood legend was already well established, or the like Robin Hood was like, uh, was just like, uh, like, or maybe it's like robber in hood. That would make sense. You know, like, um, so it's like a bunch of different people that just like went, like, this was just a title that just got put on people who were outlaws. Well, it said that it was a very popular alias from mm-hmm. 1300 to 1600 England. Mm-hmm. But that does make sense. Like, there's a lot of different things. So it like just became this like larger than life, like myth, mythos behind you like this that- dude. It kind of makes me laugh to sit there and think to myself, like, that. I mean, in the 1400s in, like, every major city, there's, like, card-carrying members of the Robin Hood Guild. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. local 1225, you know, London chapter. <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, it's like some dude, like, decides to stick up some dude in a carriage, and he's like, what is your name? And he's like, Robin Hood. And they're like, fuck, we don't have ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. really, if you think about it, like, like if you want to strike fear into people's hearts, like this this like figure that grows is like this this thing of like this unstoppable outlaw. Like you, you well, just be like say like I'm Robin Hood. Nobody's he's never been captured. Nobody knows well, he actually what he looks like. All you have to do is wear the costume, and people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, maybe he is." <laughs> yeah, and if he's multiple people, oh my god, yeah, absolutely. That legend would grow forever. I mean, mm-hmm. it has for a thousand years. So, like. That's yeah. still really cool. Yeah, I like that what idea. What do you want to talk about next time? Uh, well, since we're going to stick with this, I would like way. I would like to do King Arthur, but oh, never mind. King Arthur wins. I'm sorry, I even said Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's do King Arthur. Yeah, we might even get Brennan in for that one. Uh, we probably would join for that one. She loves King Arthur. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do some King Arthur stuff. I don't know how like we can take maybe talk about the movies. I know we said we weren't going to do folklore, and then we ended, ended up talking about folklore. Yeah, we but, do folklore. Like that's our yeah. favorite. Like that nerd stuff. We're just we've warhammered enough. So yeah. Like, can you ever warhammer enough? No, you can't. I've got you one know. sitting like right in front of me, and I've got one I need to build right there. Look <laughs> upon my apothecary. Oh. You need to I'm send me. You gotta. Like, like, white is hard. You gotta send me your white recipe so I can make my own, do my own apothecary. Oh yeah, like the, like the wash. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
right. Well, thank yeah. you for joining us. Um, we're going to try to get back on schedule, hopefully. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll start both talking again. It's, it's his fault. It usually is my fault, honestly. Like, yeah. But I've committed to sticking with the schedule. Monday. Doing it on Mondays. Monday. Yes. I would like so my my Monday wife would I, like it if we can get a schedule going on. So next Monday when I fuck it up and Ben's mad at me, blame it on somebody. No, I'll be here. I'll blame it on him again. Yes, we're gonna yeah. get back to it and we will be going over Umbre, which was Brendan's pick from way back four weeks back. ago. Yeah. A four hour book from four weeks ago. A four hour book. Before we tell, we could have gone through Patrick Ross's work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna next week we're gonna do Ombre, uh, and the following week we're gonna keep doing our D and D stuff, and then the following week either we'll do King Arthur or we'll do another Warhammer up. Haven't decided yet. Yeah, but just remember, this is Robin Hood, the Prince of Thieves. There you go. <laughs> Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn. The most historically accurate garbed character in history. Yeah. So, thanks everybody for watching. We'll catch you again uh, tomorrow. Holy Bye -bye. shit, is it tomorrow? Yeah. Alright, well then, see y'all tomorrow. Alright.